All right, welcome back to the Fancy Charger Podcast with your boy Craig. I'm Justin. And today is a preview to the Wild Card Weekend. They call it the Super Wild Card Weekend because they added the extra two spots. It's going to be legit, man. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. It's so different just the way they're doing this because, you know, the COVID season and everything like that. And um, some of these uh, matchups are, you know, all of them are like can easily be win or loss by either team. I don't see like a definite like win or loss from either one of these uh, matchups. So, all right, yeah. So today we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about every game that's gonna be played on this weekend, Wildcard Weekend. Plus, at the end, we're gonna talk about our playoff uh, draft uh, league that we it that's been going on for the last couple of days. And uh, at the end, after that, we're going to talk about some DFS lineups, uh, DraftKings slash FanDuel lineup that we put together. We, we, put, we put together two different lineups, and we're going to talk about at the end of the episode. But yeah, let's just get right into it. So first game. So the first game is the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the seven seed versus the... Two seed Bills. Uh, two seed Bills, and they play at one o'clock on Saturday. All right, we got a Saturday game. Let's go. So we got two, we got three Saturday games. We got three Saturday games. We got sun. We got three, three Sunday, Sunday games. games. Yeah. So um, the Colts and the Bills. Um, I personally think. I think the Bills are gonna come out with this one, but I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah. I think it could be like a ten point difference, or like a five point, like a like a six point difference. But I definitely do. I do believe the Bills are gonna come out out of this one. Josh Allen has been hot. It's not the best matchups versus the Colts D, who has done decently well this season um, with their corners and linebackers. And um, they played really good. Um, you know, it's going to be played at um, Orchard Park, so the Bills are going to be home. So um, temperature look good, uh, sunny skies, uh, upper 20s with light wind. So nothing's going to really be affecting this game. Um, the Bills are a 6.5 6. Uh, point favorite. Um, the, uh, what we need to look at and the way that the Colts need to win this game, JT has to have a huge game. JT Mm -hmm. has to have a huge game. Like he's been producing all season long and, um, someone got to get locked on the bills. The Josh Allen has to have a really bad game or someone gets locked on the bills and JT comes crazy. Otherwise, I don't know. I just, I have a big feeling, um, the bills are going to win, um, on the Colts injury report. We have DeForest Buckner. He um, didn't play. Uh, I mean, he didn't practice Wednesday. That that hurts their D-line. So um, that's going to hurt their defense. Also, Rocky Sin has a concussion, so he probably won't be playing. And a limited participant this week was Jonathan Taylor with an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. I just uh, I just realized that he um, he's limited. I'm guessing J- JT's going to end up playing because it's a playoff game and you yeah, you, you see you see on Instagram, you know, he wants to keep, you know, he wants to keep going. Don't stop uh running the ball for them. But um uh nothing too crazy on the Colts injury report other than JT. Um on the Bills, uh Stefan Diggs has an oblique injury that he got in the Miami game. Miami where they should have sat him. And they should have sat him. And um, he's a limited part. He was a limited participant in uh, practice. So was Cole Beasley, and so was Isaiah McKenzie. They all did not practice. Well, no, Stephon Diggs limited. Three series. Stephon Diggs didn't uh, practice. He limited practice, but the other two receivers, Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie, did not practice. Gabriel Davis will be a starter if um, Diggs somehow doesn't play, but I guarantee Diggs is gonna play. Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie are going to be out. It's going to be John Brown, who just came back from the injury, and um, probably Gabriel Davis. That's probably what it would be. And you know, you know, you know, Diggs can get the nod to play. Maybe, maybe Beasley doesn't. They're actually very deep at that position. We saw obviously last week versus Miami. Everyone went off. McKenzie had like thirty some points, two TDs and a power term. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Davis been a nice um, wide receiver three for them all year. John Brown came back. Uh, he's a he's a big play uh, potential guy, and he had a bounce back game off the IR. Uh, he had like three for seventy and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Allen's Allen's been dealing all year. He's on the back end of the MVP race. Um, he's not a favorite, obviously, but he's having an amazing season. Mm-hmm. And this is gonna be a really good game. My um, the way the Colts' key to victory here 
to get that run game going and to keep uh, this powerful, um, dangerous Bills offense off the field and that defense has to come clutch. Hey, man, that's been one of the top defenses all year. This is a tough matchup yeah, for the it's Bills. Not, it's, not the, it's not the most favorable matchup for Diggs, it's not, especially coming uh, having an injury right now. I can now, see this game so. going either way. And another big X factor in this game is Phillip Rivers. Yeah. That we have not talked about this entire time. Uh, yeah. He has to is, come up clutch. He has to come up clutch. I mean, they paid him his money uh, for the next, what was it? He had a two-year contract, and um, they signed him for this purpose. Make it to the playoffs, take mm-hmm. him all the way to the Super Bowl. So he has to come up big for them. If he doesn't, then that's Maybe not going to work. another way. So to that, the that brings me to the Bills' key, key to victory. Yes, Josh Allen has to stay hot, but the Bills' defense has to step up. They mm-hmm. have been very um, sluggish lately against a lot of teams this season. They are not the Buffalo Bills' defense that we once known last year, and um, they got to pick it up or they're gonna, they're in trouble. They're Speaking in trouble. of the other side of the ball, but still talking about that defense with the Colts, they got to have those pass catchers come crazy this week. Mm-hmm. Col- uh, I mean, uh, T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman and whoever they have a tight end or whatever, however they run their offense, they have to come to play, and they have to convert uh, some pretty big situations for them. And if it, if they don't come to play, they're all focused on the run. It might not be the best game for the Colts. But that whole offense has to come crazy along with the defense. It, it just has to be a really good Colts game. You're and right. I'm telling you, the time of possession will be a huge factor in this game. And if the Colts can keep Allen off the field most of the game, then they have a very big chance of winning. Now the one it's way be a big shock game if the, they do win. The one way they could do that is with their run game. Um, the Colts rushing game has gone crazy these uh, past four games. They have rushed for at least one hundred and twenty seven yards on the ground um, in the past four games. So that's really good to keep Josh Allen on the field. Um, you know, um, past the first down line and keep the the team moving. And um, the one thing that's uh, a falter for the Colts, though, in the past two weeks, they had a they've had lackluster second half uh, performances. Um, they fell apart to the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. in the second half, and um, they they also had they also did not finish strongly against Jacksonville either. So mm-hmm. they're coming off a very iffy regular season, end of the regular season, and they have to put that behind them and. They gotta win this game if they want to keep going. You guys are the they're the seven seed, and if they want to take down a top seed in the Bills, they're gonna have to put everything forward. A uh, key to victory for the Bills is probably just uh, have Allen stay hot, mm-hmm. um, just keep his connection with Diggs going mm-hmm. the whole game, and then um, the defense uh, be a problem to Philip Rivers get after the quarterback, and uh, make him make some crazy decisions, and then they'll end, they'll end, they'll end up winning the game. Uh, another big part of this game is. Which team outcoaches the other? Um, Sean McDermott's been a great coach. People are saying he's coach of the year candidate. Uh, Frank Reich's been very nice. Um, sort of as like with a defense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They love him. And um, if that defense can come crazy, force a few turnovers against Buffalo, uh, it could be a really close you, game. You, gotta, you, gotta think you, if, you think it's yeah. going to be high scoring? I, I honestly think it's going to be high scoring because it's still Josh Allen and... Um, he finds whoever's on the field. Yeah. He's, you've seen it these past uh, four uh, four weeks that um, he's just finding everyone. He's, he's finding uh, randoms at this point, like Isaiah McKenzie. Like who knew he was gonna come on, to, um, come out of nowhere, and he used him to his uh, with his traits, and it worked out for him. So I think um, I think Josh Allen. I think it'll be kind. I I think it'll be like sort of like twenty twenty in the fourth quarter. I think it's gonna be super close, but not like a like a shootout with like without a doubt. This Colts defense um, I'm just, doesn't give up a ton I'm just, of points. I'm just gonna say Kenny Moore is an X factor in this game, especially if if Diggs plays. If Kenny Moore plays, he has four interceptions on the season right now, and um, he has a bad matchup. Uh, he has a he has a, a bad matchup against Stephon Diggs, but it could go either way, especially with uh, Diggs lingering an injury. Kenny Moore can lock him down, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, um, here's the Colts Bills key matchups. You got um, Jonathan Taylor versus Tremaine Edmonds. That's going to be very interesting if Edmonds is going to be able to hold JT all game. Um, it's going to be flipping back and forth between Rhodes and Kenny Moore versus uh, Stefan Diggs. And then you got uh, DeForest Buckner, who um, did not practice, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. 
He did not practice. If he does play, so if he does play, that's a huge thing for the Colts because he helps the running game out and in um, pressure. So and he's going to be against Mitch Morse, who is a uh, decent um, old lineman for the Buffalo Bills, holding it down for Josh Allen. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, everything that goes into this. They're going that Colts Stevens come crazy. Yeah, with um, Moe Cooker, Darius Leonard, fucking um, Julian Blackman. They all got to come up, come crazy. Uh, it's winner go home. It's winner go home, man. It's gonna be a good um, game, bro. Personally, like I said, I got Bills going. I'm gonna take I'm the going, Bills too, just because they're so hot. But I would let not us be know. Surprised let us know what you guys think Colts on the Instagram. Um, if you think the Bills or the Colts are gonna win, just uh, give us any information you got on that. All right, let's move on to the. Hold on. Give me a sec. I'm just reading shit. Um, the Bucks. And the Washington football team. Now, this could be such a lackluster game if Tom Brady just doesn't do well. Because Washington defense has been stepping up lately. And like you said, Chase Young wants Tom Brady. I think he's going to eat his words this week. Especially with um, Tom Brady, you know, being who he is in the playoffs. So, and he has a much better uh, roster around him than he did last year. And um, Mike Evans uh, was at the injury report this week. Uh, Mike Evans, today is Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So Mike Evans did go through a walkthrough at half speed. Um, and Antonio Gibson and Alex Smith uh, missed practice. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with uh, their injuries or that just has to do with rest. Um, but take that into consideration when you're doing your DFS lineups. Um, it says here Mike Evans uh, is a key injury to watch because he suffered. Uh, he looked like he suffered a crazy injury, a non-contact injury against the uh, F- uh, Falcons. But uh, apparently it was just a hyperextension, so that's good. Um, who's on the side? Oh, Carlton Davis, the uh, corner for the um, what's it called? Um, Buccaneers also was with Evans during that walkthrough, but they did not do a full uh, practice with pads. And that's gonna might might help Terry out this week. Yeah, Carlton Davis not maybe not playing. Um, that helps Terry out a lot because Terry looks good. Um, but he also uh, Terry is also on the injury report apparently. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Terry and Gibson were listed as non participants. So there's a lot of injuries that could be going into this game right now. Yeah, that could be uh solved on Saturday. We don't ju- we just don't know exactly if it's going to pan out like that. They already play Saturday, I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah, so they, they're the, they're the, oh, okay. They're the 815 game on Saturday, and I just want to let you guys know that. Um, anything else that I need to know? All right, so, let's it's, see. It's just Terry and Gibson? It's, uh, it's Terry else? Gibson um, and, and Alex Smith. He, um, That's the, huge. Yeah, the, the, the main point of that you know, the Washington offense. So, um, there's a chance. It says here that head coach Ron Rivera told reporters on Tuesday that possibly rotating Smith and backup quarterback Taylor Heineke against Tampa Bay is something they have to seriously look at. So, I don't know. Um, the only key to victory is for the Washington football team. You got to shut You got to shut down Tom Brady. If you don't shut down Tom Brady, you're not winning. Hey, and they got the dogs to get after him. Yeah, Chase Young wants him. Chase Young wants him. He's having amazing years. Uh, along with like Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, um, they've had a pretty awesome defense. I think it's uh, within the top ten of the league, maybe even top five. They they and you you know what you said about player progression, um, Deron Payne and Montez yeah. Sweat. They have really done well with player progression, mm-hmm. and they're probably one of the best D lines in the league. Also got Ryan Kerrigan, some dogs in the secondary. They got Ronald Darby, who's PFF graded. Yeah, in the top their, 10. their their PFF grades for corners are really good. And, and I Kendall really Fuller is a Kendall dog. Fuller, yeah, man. So, yeah, it can go either way, but I think um, the Bucks are really hot right now. Yeah, they have to They have to hope that Evans plays. Um, I think they could still get it done with Antonio Brown after what he just showed against the Falcons. And um, also... That's why they got Antonio Brown. Yeah. That's literally why they got Antonio true. Brown. And uh, Godwin. Mm-hmm. And we know Antonio Brown's a presence in playoffs. He always has been. Clock um, two. Also, I just want to let uh let you guys know Rojo was a full is a full go for um this week. Uh, that's good. So, yeah. I think uh you you said it might be a little sluggish game. 
I think um, it might be a slow. I, I think, think it's either going to be a blowout by the Buccaneers or they're going to slow Tom Brady down. It's going to be a sluggish game. So I do agree with that. I think the pace of this game might be a little slow, maybe start a little bit defensively, but I think in the second half, Tom Brady's just going to start ripping them apart and they're going to end That's up fair. winning. But there's also that looming that there could be an upset here, just like the Colts game. Yeah. But I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bucks too. I I I have the Bucks as like a dark horse to the Super Bowl, which is weird because everyone's gassing them when they got Brady, when they got all of them, mm-hmm. and now they're getting they a little just, overlooked by Green Bay. How Aaron Rodgers is like the MVP, maybe maybe Tom Brady yeah. get a little offended by that. He's like, I'm better than him, this and, and that. And the thing is also, the Bucks the, defense is good too. Yeah, no, not only that, but the in the beginning of the season. You know, it didn't see. It seemed like they're really good on paper, but not really good on the field. They didn't mm-hmm. have that chemistry. Over these past like last five weeks, they have really clicked together. Tom Brady's hot right now, so I think they're getting extremely overlooked by like the Saints and like Camara at a six TD game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Bay, they're dominant. They're the one seed. Rogers probably gonna win MVP. Uh, Russell Wilson had an amazing tear to start the season, and they're still deadly or whatever. And then the Bucks are just there. And everyone's sleeping on the Bucks. And this is playoff Tom Brady, bro. And he's not going to lose to Alex Smith. But if he does, I, I don't even know. Then I don't know what happens with the Bucks going forward. But I think I think, I think think this is the like, one of the closest locks that you can get. I think Tom Brady will pull it out. No homo. <laughs> yeah, nah. He, um, he, he should. If he wants, his, he wants another ring, then he's going to shut down Washington. So, I think it's doable. He figures out stuff as the game goes on, and if he starts seeing things that um, that he doesn't like, he'll find different ways of um, uh, destroying that type of concept and defense, and he'll shred them apart. So I got bucks. You got bucks. Let's mm-hmm. keep moving. Now we move on to a Seattle Rams game that is very interesting and can go either way. Um, they split in the regular season. Uh, one went to Seattle, one went to the Rams. Um, uh, this is going to be an interesting game because we don't know who's playing quarterback for the Rams. And it's... neither does the team, really. So I, I read an article earlier, and it said that McVay said, yeah, oh, I'm that looking... answer will be decided one minute yeah, before the game starts. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It says Rams coach Sean <laughs> McVay told reporters he won't be announcing a decision who will play quarterback ahead of the game. So... If you're setting your DFS lineups, I don't know. I think I just have to stay away from the Rams quarterbacks. But then what do you do with Yo, the Rams wide receivers? Wofford's a baller, bro. He's like a white Kyler Murray with all the <laughs> talent. But he yeah. can run, bro. Um, Freaking um, McVay called him uh, a Doug Flutie um, when when he was uh, when they did like a, a starters versus start like scrimmage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was oh, cooking yeah, up. Right he was cooking up. I showed you that video. I watched. And I watched the. He he ran well against the Cardinals yeah, too. He I watched didn't the throw. He didn't throw well. He's not a he's but, not a really throwing hey, type man. of quarterback. But um, maybe but, this maybe this is another uh, regular seat. Maybe it's another like week seventeen game. It's just a uh, uh what was it called? Mm-hmm. Same thing. But do you think do you think that like this is, yeah. do you think that there's like a chance that like McVay's like thinking Walford over Goff even though Goff might get the go to play? Oh, he's definitely has a game plan for both of them. Yeah, both of them have their own game plan, and it's going to be completely different from each one of them. So we'll if, see which one he uses. If Goff plays, this is a boom play for your DFS lineups for your, uh, Woods and Cup. Uh, if Cup plays, because Cup, Cup Cup was on the Kobe list this yeah. week. Yeah. Along with a, a few other guys we're going to talk about later. So, um, on the C- let's move on to the injury report. Uh, on the Seattle Seahawks side, a big DNP. Chris Carson did not practice. Wow. I actually he has a that. foot and slash load management. So, I don't know if that's a rest. Yeah, that's a rest. Load management. So, hope, but he also has a foot injury. It's probably... Should, Chris Carson's a play. tough guy. They'll put him out there. When the Friday injury report comes around, we'll probably see Carson on the uh, full practice. Um, another key factor is uh, Jamal Adams did not practice t- this week, um, shoulder and hand. He Which is, is a, huge. He's a vocal point of that defense, and that defense is garbage without him. So that's huge. Um, also, uh, limited practice, uh, Mike Upati, the guard, did mm-hmm. not practice, and that is 
not good because if he doesn't play, that's going to hurt Russell Wilson. And, and, and Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald. He's tearing through that O line anyways. Up, he's tearing through the O line anyways. Uh, full so. participants, though. Uh, Greg Olson is a full participant. And uh, Carlos Hyde. So if, if Carson, they decide to sit Carson, they'll rock with uh, Carlos Hyde going forward. Ooh, I never thought about that. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Oh, well, along um, with all that, yeah. um, the biggest the biggest hit would be Jamal Adams here. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. How that defense, it he he he's a total game changer on that defense. It doesn't make it a top defense at all. Like, like it, it's probably the worst defense in this playoff. Um, like like on, oh, yeah, both, yeah, on both sides. Yeah, but still, like it's a huge it's a huge addition. And without him, they seem a little lost. And they give up a shit ton of passing yards. They're thirty second for most of the year. With Jamal Adams even, so uh, expect a good game from the Rams receivers, Jamal Adams or not. Quarterback situations, iffy. That, that, it's just an iffy game. There's a lot of guys in the uh, injury report. And um, I'd say the key to victory here for the Seahawks is to get the receivers going. Uh, DK Metcalf uh, has been, been shadowed by Jalen Ramsey in both the matchups that they have. But him. I don't expect this to be a stigma for like next year, Jaylen, or maybe even this game. If Jalen locks him down, because third hey, game, it's hey, that is that is wow. Hey, they're both set there for years. They're gonna face each other multiple years, and DK's gonna get his, and he Eventually, might get he, yeah. he might get his this game. It's playoffs. And we know how. DK, so I, we, we, I would I wouldn't be super scared. We know how DK's like, in playoffs DK. with his. You know how he. Basically broke out. He's, last he's year gonna get playoffs, his, so. bro. Like he's gonna face. He's gonna face Jalen Ramsey a, a shit ton of times in his career. He's gonna face him twice a year, and this is the third time he's facing him this year. He's gonna get his, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, I I don't know if it happens this game, but I'm just gonna put that out there that DK Metcalf is a big part of this game. Even though like everyone's like, oh Jalen Ramsey locks him up every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kryptonite with this and that. Yeah. Also expect Tyler Lockett to be a. Um, in big needs from Russell Wilson, um, they're gonna need a lot in the passing game. These games are relatively low scoring. Uh, Rams, Seah- uh, Seahawks. I-, I don't think either game has combined for fifty points Mm-mm. in in both uh, meetings of them I don't this year. So either. Rams took it the first time. Seahawks took it, it the second, second time. time. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, just wanted to add one couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, AD got rested this week, so he'll probably have full energy for that game. So that's good. And a limited participant was also Cam Akers with an ankle injury. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that. If Akers plays, he's a go, man, in DFS lineups. He's playing Seattle, probably one of the worst rushdies in the NFL. So I would not sleep on taking Cam Akers. He didn't, did he produce? No, he had a decent game against them, I think, the first time. Yeah, he scored. He had, um, he had, um, hmm. What did he have? No, he. I don't. I don't remember actually. Oh, uh, you want to? You want to check that real let me quick? Double check real quick. But yeah, uh, Cam Akers would be a pretty big, um, pretty big uh, hit on the Rams if they don't have him. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's probably the most talented running back on that roster, and I believe um, Daryl Henderson's also out, so it would probably just be Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Wow. That's that. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. But yeah, uh, key to victory for the Rams. Uh, get that offense flowing. Put put, put Somehow, points on the board early. Somehow. Put points on if the board early. You got John Wall for good luck. I don't know. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to figure out something. Hey man, uh, McVay's one of the best coaches in the game, and uh, anything could happen on Saturday or Sunday. This game. This is a Saturday game. Saturday four forty game. game. Okay, yeah. Anything could happen on uh, Wild Card Weekend, and uh, I feel good. Um, with the Rams here, I like I was telling Justin that this is definitely not a lock either way with the quarterback wow. situation. Actually, Akers has had bad games against Seattle. Just too um, it's it's gonna be too close for comfort to just um just just pick like Seattle in this one. I know a lot of people are doing the um the 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 playoff lock ones where you pick a team every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the pool. I would I wouldn't pick from this. this I this I would matchup. definitely not pick in this no. game. This is three too games. Risky. Three games that we talked about already that we wouldn't too risky, really man. pick either side. But yeah. I'd probably go with. I, I said the Bucks would be the best lock. Yeah, probably. me too. But yeah, this is gonna be a good game. Uh, I I don't expect it to be super high scoring. Honestly, uh, I I. I I don't care if, if it's John Wofford or not or Goff. I'd be I, I, I'd I'm be just okay gonna say to something. You, um, if the Rams, I think it'd be an entertaining game. I'm just gonna say if the Rams win this game, though, they're probably gonna get a healthy Acres next week, 
And golf also 100%. Gonna have golf also. So that could be a game changer for the Rams moving forward in playoffs if they win this game. They got to get past the Seattle Seahawks. They got to put up points early. Yeah, they do. And then they got to be down. It's gonna the be Rams' old. defense has been relatively good against Seattle every time they play yeah, them. Yeah, it's going to be. AD's going to have to come crazy like he always does. And he's going to have to get pressure into Russell Wilson because if Russell Wilson has time in the pocket, he's going to find DK and Lockett or David Moore or whoever. Because um, Wilson also wants a ring. He's not getting any younger, so... He wants another ring. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, personally, like I said, um, it's a, it's a, it's a flip-flop. Who do you think is going to win? I got Seahawks because it's Russell Wilson, and I don't trust John Walford if he plays. If golf plays, I'm going to take the Rams, but Seattle. Yeah. All right. If golf plays, I got the Rams. So that uh, wraps up the Saturday day matchups. Um, yep. Yeah, it's me. Okay, so let's move on to the Sunday games. Um, this is a big game. We got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans um, at 1 o'clock. And there's some interesting people on the injury report, but we'll get into that. First, I want to talk about how this rivalry is... Um, it's just becoming a rivalry. It's just... It is. I mean, Derrick Henry is their kryptonite. Mm-hmm. And um, Lamar Jackson falters against the Titans. Yeah, they were dancing on the Baltimore logo, I think. Um, like, like, the whole team was just, like, standing on the logo on during the regular season game. I think post-win or pre-game. I don't really know what that was about. And then, like, Harbaugh was, like, yelling at them and shit. But, yeah, biggest X-Factor in this game is Derek Henry, without a doubt. Without a doubt. The second biggest X-Factor is Lamar Jackson on the other side. Yeah. But let's just talk about Lamar's gonna have to Derrick Henry. Yeah, let's talk about Derrick Henry. Um, you can't really go wrong with having Derrick Henry because of the fact that he does decently well against Baltimore no matter what game. Um, he he made it to two K guys, so um, eighth running back to do that in NFL history. And um, I am not afraid of starting Derrick Henry in my DFS lineups. I don't care how good Baltimore's defense is. He's Derrick Henry, and he'll fall forward for yards. So um, I trust uh, Derrick Henry in this game. And I, I think he's just going to definitely be, trust. I think he's just going to be the. He has to be the X factor for the Tennessee Titans because there is a chance that AJ Brown and Corey Davis get locked by um, Marlon Humphrey. Oh, well, that's that's interesting. Sorry, now we'll just jump into these injury reports. So Marlon Humphrey did not practice today with a shoulder injury, and Jimmy Smith was a limited participant with a ribs and shoulder injury. So we don't honestly know who is going to be facing up against AJ Brown and Corey Davis this week. So that, uh, Marcus Peters, but oh Marcus they, Peters, they probably but, play. Um, I, I I would think they play Jimmy Smith yo, because maybe if, Marlon doesn't play. But if by Friday you find out Marlon Humphrey's not playing, bro, fire up AJ Brown, no cap. What does NIR mean for injury? Does that mean he just went to the IR? Kellyus. Uh, I actually don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he went to the IR or whatever. But he did not practice either today. Um, on the Tennessee Titans side, Kevin Byard, um, not injury-related, did not practice. I don't know what that's about. If he doesn't play, that's going to hurt um, the Tennessee uh, secondary. Also, um, A.J. Brown was a limited participant with a knee and hand injury. You know. The knee and hand injury, it's probably just A.J. Brown management. is always on the injury report every week. Every week for rest, yeah. Yeah, every, like, we had him in uh, pigskin league. Mm-hmm. And it would be every week you question him, but he always play and he always cook up. And uh, Dory Jackson was a limited participant today with a knee injury. He's probably going to be shadowing Marquise Brown for most of that game. Without a doubt, love Derek Henry in this game. Um, he's he might he might he might be like the guy to pick like DFS all that. Um, last year when they faced in the divisional round, uh, Titans obviously won twenty eight to twelve. Derrick Henry had 30 carries, 195 yards, and a passing touchdown. Remember the passing touchdown? Yeah, man. Davis. He just turned into... 195 abs- against Baltimore. They couldn't stop him. He just kept uh, pounding the ball against them, and um, yeah, they really just couldn't stop him. Yeah, that 66-yard run uh, towards the end of the game. All right. It was it was awesome. Yeah, it was honest, awesome. We watch. all didn't think uh, we all didn't think the Titans were gonna win that game. The Ravens looked crazy after Lamar Jackson's like MVP type season, and. Um, didn't pan out for them because of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is their kryptonite, and we're going to see if it shows up this week. Oh, all right, so let's just get to the Baltimore side. So, last year when they did play, Omar Jackson had a good game, just with the turnovers were a little bit of a problem. Bro, he threw for 365. He threw for 365. Lamar Jackson. A Lamar. And he had 143 on the ground. Wait, was this regular season? This was last year. 
last year in playoffs? Mm-hmm. Cause he, I thought he sucked. Yeah, he had, he had a really bad first half. And then remember they throwing the ball hella? Oh, everything. Marquise Brown caught at the end of the half. That helped a That's lot. That's what I was about yards. to get to. Yeah. He's a sleeper in this game. Mm-hmm. Seven for 126 last year. Um, Titan secondary is not that good, so... Maybe it's a bit... Marquise Brown's coming off two games. They also gave up a lot of points to the Texans last week. Past two games, uh, Marquise Brown has three touchdowns, I'm pretty sure. He had one against the Giants, and then he had two against the Bengals. So, Marquise Brown, yeah, definitely a sleeper for your DFS lineups if you're looking for someone under... You think he's under 5,000? Uh, I could... He's he's yeah he's he's in between five thousand six thousand. So that'd be a great pick for a flex if you want to just pick him up maybe because he could be a definitely factor. That's low key a good move. Maybe that's a steal. I don't know. Um, do you think do you think this game is gonna be more like last year or the regular season game? Uh, I think it's gonna be more like the regular season game. Lamar Jackson in the regular season game, he had a lot less passing yards and a lot less rushing yards. He only rushed for fifty one yards on the ground himself, and listen, along with one eighty six through the air. One touchdown, one interception. He also threw two two interceptions in that um, divisional game last year. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Titans step up in playoffs, man. They are easily a dark horse to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I can see them. Mar- Marquise Brown was held at zero catches last time he played Tennessee. So That's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's cooking up right now, so maybe he's gotten to groove. I know he was fighting. But in- yes, he did say uh, three touchdowns in the past few games. Yeah, I know he was fighting injury. I'm pretty sure. Um, beginning of that. Uh, oh yeah, maybe maybe that was it. He was fighting injury in that beginning of the season. So now he's fully healthy, and um, he's could be a dark horse to be an uh, MVP in this game. But who knows? I think it's gonna be a Derrick Henry game. Um, they're gonna feed Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had one thirty three and one touchdown against um tennis uh, against Baltimore. Let's just be honest, man. He's gonna get over hundred yards whether you like it or not. Um, the both no matter how good the Baltimore Ravens defense is, um, and one way to step up is those wide receivers got to help out Derrick Henry because if they're always rushing, Derrick Henry's gonna get tired and it's not gonna look good. And AJ Brown and Corey Davis have to come crazy. Tannehill has to come crazy. Uh, come clutch with these playoff. Uh, Play action passes and everything like that. Who is this? AJ Brown. Oh, AJ Brown. So, against Baltimore, he uh, got a touchdown. Um, last last year in that divisional game, uh, AJ Brown was held to maybe two catches or three catches in that game, and he didn't. He did absolutely awful. He scored a touchdown this uh, in the regular season. I said that was going to be his revenge game against them. It was. Um, they're going to need him, and he's going to have to be a big factor. Also, he's also coming off a thirty-one point game against Houston. And, yeah, I love A.J. Brown, and I have the Titans in this one. My the, the key to victory in this game on both sides is whoever wins the ground game won the game. Another emergence, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about it. Another emergence for Baltimore, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, been up. He, he looks like the running back for the Baltimore Ravens. He fits their scheme perfectly. He's a great goal line back. Um, I think he has eight touchdowns in the past six games. That's Ridiculous. The Sleeper Saturday Coming boy. From a rookie. Yep, Sleeper Saturday boy, OSU boy. Shout out um, J.K. Dobbins and um, also on my Dynasty League next year. Also a very, very nice pick for DFS. Yes, As definitely. a RB2. I got, yeah, we, yeah, RB2 definitely. Um, he has a good match against Tennessee Titans because their run D has been sluggish. Um, Give a nice times. game to David Johnson last week. Yeah. So, yeah, but still, I got Titans no matter if... I'm going to take Titans without a doubt. I'm going to take Titans without a doubt. Um, I do think J.K. Dobbins is going but, to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in this game, though. Hey, man, if we see a crazy Lamar Jackson performance, I don't know if then, Tennessee yeah. could pull this one out, but if I, Lamar comes, I'm going I'm I'm to give. I'm put my trust in the king. If Lamar comes out of the gate with, like, three touchdowns in the first half, it's going to be hard for uh, Tennessee Titans to come hey, back. That's why I think it's going to be um, a high-scoring game also. So This game... Could ve- like if the Titans have a very we- a very nice lead early, going into halftime, uh, I think I think it might be chips because Lamar Jackson has never come back from a ten point deficit ten ten point or more deficit at halftime never. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, so Chris with the fun fact. That's a fun fact right there. But yeah, I got, I got Tennessee. Justin got Tennessee. Get to the next game. Let's keep moving on. Um, let's go to the uh, New Orleans Saints Bears game, which is could be a trap game. Um, no, I don't. Very I don't sleep on the Bears. Um, I'm just gonna say the key to victory right now, Mitch Trubisky, bro. If you don't do good, it's over. They have to put all their faith in Mitch Trubisky, and he has to step up, or he's gonna be looking for a new job next year. Damn. 
It's yeah, true, that's a good man. way to put it. It's a good way to put it. Um, it's true. Hey, they played during the regular season, and it came down, I think it was 26-23 uh, New Orleans. They won in overtime. That was with Nick Foles. I think Mitch is... Uh, I, th- I think this Bears offense post uh, Nick Foles, like now Mitch, mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's a it's lot a more lot efficient. It's a lot more efficient. It's a lot more, they score a lot more. And David Montgomery's been breaking out. Yeah, the one thing with David Montgomery this week, though, is the Saints uh, defense is very good against the run game. They're going to give him a shit ton of carries. So. They're going to they're gonna have to feed him. Um, Allen Robinson's going to have to be a factor against Lattimore. He was last uh, time, last time he played, he had six catches for 87 yards and a TD which I started in fantasy, and it helped me a lot. But um, I really like that matchup for Al Rob. He is a, uh, a vocal point for that offense other than Monty. Um, that's also... DFS sleeper in this game, Donald Mooney. He, he just had 11 catches versus Green Bay. He's not playing. Did not practice due to an ankle injury. If he's showing, if he plays, if he plays, I'd say it's a sleeper play because uh, he was very much part of the game plan last week. Versus Green Bay and Allen Robinson didn't really get much, and if he can't get much, if he can't get much going against Lattimore or whatever, they throw against him. Donald Mooney's their guy. They like him more than Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. He's uh fifth in rookie receiving yards. Uh, he's having a very slept on season. He was mm-hmm. like a third. Or, he was like a fifth or sixth round pick. Shout out to Cash Mooney. Maybe he'll get you some cash. <laughs> but um, let's uh, yeah. I want to move on to this injury report. The Saints. Had no uh, other than Nick Easton, who was a guard. No one really. Mike uh, Thomas. We talk about. Nope. Mike Thomas was a full participant. No injury. He was not on the injury report. He this, practiced. Today. He was not on injury report today. No one. That's good. So, Saints looking real healthy going into this game. Kamara's uh, gonna play. Yeah. Um, Kamara let Murray had COVID this week, which is like a ten day. Like, like they're gonna be sure ten days. Play. Come back. I, mean, I could look it up real. They're gonna play. They're gonna play them. They're gonna play, and I don't like the matchup for Kamara against the Bears, but it's Kamara in playoffs, and they need him. So yeah, they need him very much. On the Bears side, Rokon Smith did not practice. That's a big factor. He's a big part of their uh, pressure and um, run game. He'll play. And um, He'll Buster Screen had a, uh, did not practice because he has a concussion. I don't. Jalen Johnson's not on that. Jalen Johnson was a limited participant with a shoulder injury. Mm, hopefully he plays. He didn't play last week, but if he's limited, that gives me a little um, bit of hope. Eddie Jackson right was a full participant today with a wrist injury, and so was Khalil Mack. It's very good. And Allen Robinson was a full participant too. Awesome. So, so the X factor in this game is the monsters of, of the midway, and they're gonna have to come crazy. Hey. If they get a defensive touchdown by any means, mm-hmm. this could be a crazy game. They're gonna, um, they're gonna make this. This could be a trap game, bro. They're, they're gonna have, they're gonna make Breeze work for it. I'm not gonna lie, they're gonna make Breeze work for it. But Breeze, this is like your pretty much your final season, in my opinion, to do something. You got. Well, all, he's retiring after yeah, this year. Yeah, so you got all the weapons now. You gotta go for a ring, man. And this is um, not an easy defense to do it up against. No, it's but not. It's not a favorable uh, round one matchup. Yep. Uh, um, personally, to me, mm-hmm. I got Saints. I'm going with play, uh, playoff, Super Bowl, um, determined Breeze, and yeah. Alvin Kamara. Should I just be bold and go with the Bears? I don't you know. Could, you could do it. I don't know. I mean, it's up to you. If you I really think I, th- I think it's gonna have, I, I think it's gonna have to come down to uh, play calling with Matt Nagy. I think he, if he has a few tricks up his sleeve, this could be a fun game to watch. And um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Sadly. X factor in this. But I would I would love to see the Bears win. I yes. would love to fucking see the Bears win. That'd be awesome. Um, one more thing about Michael Thomas. He hasn't played basically all season, and watch him come crazy in playoffs. So, and he loves it. that connection with Breeze is unimaginable. If you're looking at last year, the way that he played with him, and um, now he has him back in the first round of playoffs where he really needed him. And now he got him. He also has a healthy Emmanuel Sanders. Justin is a big fan of Emmanuel Sanders this week. I am a big fan of Emmanuel Sanders. No matter if MT, MT's healthy. So if he's going to play, then Emmanuel Sanders is also going to get the lower uh, cornerback matchup. And he can be a dark horse to be a factor in this game also. Um, I think, uh, I don't think, I, I'm not a big fan of Jerry Cook for this game. But he could have a good game too if they find him in the red zone. He's TV dependent. Yeah, it pretty much is. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this game. Like I said, I got Saints. Um, I think they have a chance to make the NFC Championship if they all stay healthy and Breeze uh, is 
on fire. Bears always, uh, I mean, the Saints always choke, so I don't really know. I would love to see the Bears win, but I also took the Saints, but I don't know. I got, I, I got some second thoughts about that, but we'll see what happens. It's a pretty good game. So, last game of the wild card round is the um, Sunday night game, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, yeah, the Browns made the playoffs, and they had a great season. Um, but I don't think it's going to count. I think the, the Steelers are going to move past them. And um, they just have too many weapons. And um, I know they just beat the Steelers, but Ben Roethlisberger wasn't playing. You know, I don't think Juju was playing. Joe, no, Juju was playing. Uh, Joe Hayden didn't play. Um, Ebron didn't play. And a lot of um, Spillane didn't play. A lot of... Um, you didn't have a full backup, team, basically. Yeah, full it, team was, it was our JV lineup. And yeah. we almost beat them. And you almost beat them with a the JV lineup. And... I remember that uh, I was watching the press conference after the game with uh, Baker Mayfield. He was not happy with his performance. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been happy with that game if I was a Browns fan. But so you um, yeah. Um, but we don't know how it's gonna, how he's gonna work with having the two running backs, uh, Chubb and Hunt. I think they're both healthy, and uh, having Jarvis Landry back, and uh, Rashad Higgins always uh, an X factor. For the Browns, because there's no other wide receiver to throw to other than Jarvis. Um, let's get into these injury reports. On the Pittsburgh Steelers side, you have a limited Chris Boswell, which is probably going to play, but he's your kicker. Um, Steven Nelson was limited. Terrell Edmonds was a full participant. Tyson Alalu did not practice, and Vince Williams did not practice. So that's going to affect the defense in some way or somehow. But... Um, Key factor, T.J. Watt got to come get after Baker Mayfield, man. That's the, you got to put him under pressure, and he'll make bad throws. And I trust that you know Joe Hayden's not you know Joe Hayden's back into this game. So Joe Hayden, Steven Nelson, who are your other cornerbacks? Uh, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. They're all gonna um, capitalize off Baker's mistakes. Um, on the Browns injury side, Miles Garrett was a full participant this week, so he is going to be on Ben Roethlisberger's back if the O-line doesn't hold for the Steelers. Like I said, Jarvis Landry was full. DPJ has a concussion, so he did not practice. And the center for um, for the Browns um, protecting Baker Mayfield, J.C. Treader, was limited. So it's going to be interesting in this game. Um, they, don't have, they don't have their head coach. Yeah, and they also don't have their head coach making their like also because he has COVID along with two other starting all linemen yeah so that's gonna be a little interesting hopefully that will Jack Conklin um, was also limited there you go so um that's a big factor I think the Steelers are gonna come out with this one I'm a Steelers fan I personally think um, the Steelers are gonna come out with this one too the only way the Browns hopefully only way they, the Browns win is if Baker um just goes toe to toe with Ben Roethlisberger in this game Hopefully this ends up like um, early in the season. We beat them 38-3. to um, The defense came crazy, along with the offense being very efficient. I think James Conner is going to be a big, um, a big X factor in this game. Gonna, they use him a lot. Um, it's all going to lead to success. The three wide receivers have amaz- amazing matchups against the Browns. They, they, all, um, they all had really good games last week against them, and then they had good games the last time we faced them. Uh, I think a big X factor on the Steelers defense is Mika Fitzpatrick this game. I think I think he has to be a ball hawk, absolute ball hawk, and just shut everything down behind him and in front of him. And then on the Brown side, uh, they're gonna have to just contend against that defense with their amazing run game and uh, Baker Mayfield stepping up. I don't know, man. Um, they only put up three points against us when we were like. Like 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 our actual team, mm. and then they 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 dropped twenty two in the last game I think or twenty four, um, but uh, I think we're gonna win in pretty convincing fashion. Uh, uh, sucks to be a Browns fan. I think we're gonna knock them out, and hopefully uh they go home. Baltimore goes home. Steelers uh go to the divisional round. That'd mm-hmm. be awesome. Um. So based on what we um predicted, um. The next divisional matchups will be the Chiefs versus the Titans in the divisional round. Um, we uh, and then we have the Bills versus the Steelers 
in the divisional round, which is two really good uh, AFC divisional round matchups. I'm going to be really, really looking forward for those. Um, and then on the NFC side, we have the Buccaneers to be versing the Packers. And then we have the Seahawks versus the Saints. So another two really good matchup. A lot of high-powered offenses in these divisional rounds. And yeah, on our way to a Super Bowl. So it's um, getting close, bro. We have like a like 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 less than a month, bro. We'll have our Super Bowl winner. All right, so let's get into our playoff league. Yes, sir. All right, so this is a league run by the Fantasy Football Hustler Four Twenty, and shout um, out to you, boy. He is the commissioner. And uh, it's been pretty cool. It started on Monday, and you have eight hours to make your pick. Obviously, it's not gonna take all eight hours, and so it's a um, it's not it's not like a live draft. It just throughout uh, however however you want to pick. We are in round five right now. Uh, it started on Monday, so two days went through five rounds. There's nine rounds in this. It's 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 awesome, and um, just gonna give a quick shout out to some other homies in the league. Uh, we got uh, our boy Lewis. Um, we, we we put on the story. Uh, if you if you want to join this league, we had a few uh, extra spots, and the homie Lewis uh, popped out and he got in, so that was dope. Uh, also um, down by contact fantasy football and big ball of fantasy, my homie. Uh, we always do a lot of collabs and shit, and uh, we always uh, try to help each other grow. Along with the hustler, uh, the Lee Kamish, and then a, a bunch of other uh, his friends and a few other fantasy uh, accounts that uh, we don't really know about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, this draft's all about content and coming out with the ring that we're promised yeah, if we, we want go that, all the we way. Want that ring. But yeah, we had the first pick, and we had we had a few um we had a few guys that were in contention for this pick. Uh, we narrowed it down. Between two people, uh, it also had to do with uh, the seating, uh, how it finished um, mm-hmm. going into. Um, uh, the draft was on Monday. Uh, all the seating happened on Sunday through Sunday night. But yeah, we came down to between uh, the King Derrick Henry and uh, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And we ended up taking Derrick Henry because we wanted to have that edge over whoever uh, at running back. Plus, uh, in this league, uh, the one the first pick faces the second pick, and so on. Third pick faces fourth pick. You know. And we didn't want to face Derrick Henry. No, I didn't want to face Henry. And just, like, go home in yeah. the first round. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we got Derrick Henry. We had to. It was all about strat. This this league is all about strategizing. I don't know if we explained it. Um, the way it works is um, as teams go homes, you lose the players. So you're basically drafting for players and teams that you think are going to make the Super Bowl. Or just go deep. Or just go deep. Um, you don't want to take a f- uh, first-round matchup um, that you don't think is going to pan out unless they are really, really good. Um, that's why a lot of people in this league took quarterbacks very early because uh, there's not a lot of um, crazy quarterbacks um, this uh, wild-card round. Um as next round, it's going to get smaller and smaller, mm-hmm. and then it could just be a 1v1 in the Super Bowl for whoever you have. Um, so, yeah, it's all about strategy, and, yeah, it was a very interesting draft. We are still in the middle. So, mi- far. so, so far, far. We are still, in the, we are still in the middle of it. We still have about four picks to make, um, but let's yeah. – So, um, to recap what's going to be happening post this, because you're only going to hear our first uh, – like our, our five players that we have already um, – I'm doing updates on the Instagram story, and you're gonna see our full roster before Saturday when the games start. Anyways, so we got Derek Henry. He's our RB one, and he's probably the RB one in this um, fantasy format with all the fantasy players. Um, and then, like obviously Kamara too, but like I like Derek Henry's matchups more. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so it went through pretty well. Um, first pick we had um, Derek Henry, and a lot of quarterbacks flew off the board early, bro. Josh Allen was the second pick. Mahomes was the third pick. Next quarterback was Ryan Tannehill at seven. Then Which we were hoping that we grabbed him late, but yeah, he, he was one of our guys. Then Lamar Jackson at nine. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady back to back. So you're already thinking like, who else is on the board? Like, like, like who are you gonna grab? There's there's fourteen uh, playoff quarterbacks. Probably like seven or six that could actually go deep or mm-hmm. maybe make the Super Bowl. And there's 12 teams, so so you have to take a quarterback early. And it kind of sucked that we had the first pick. We were thinking about that early. Uh, but it's actually panned out really well. Anyway, so I just said Lamar Jackson was the last guy. Um, I mean, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers thing. Then 
Russell Wilson, who could have been an option. Then Drew Brees, a few picks before us. But with our second pick, or the last pick of the second, we snagged Ben Roethlisberger. And I think was this nice. was so clutch because so of the fact that um, we didn't have a quarterback. Hey, and man. This could be a quarterback league, and we don't we don't know how the stats work and exactly because it's on an NFL MFL platinum. Yeah, my app, fantasy league, my uh, fantasy platinum. league platinum app. So it's completely different from ESPN um, scoring standards. So um, it might be it might it might be the same. It might be, but it's gonna look a little I, different. I, I don't expect something like. I I was I was looking at stuff like there was like forty yard bonus if you like th- if a uh, pass if a quarterback throws a forty yard pass he gets like three extra points or some shit like that. So um, but I think that quarterback is going to be a factor, and that's why a lot of people grab them, um, early and having Ben Roethlisberger who we believe is a a very big chance if they uh, beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. To go to the Super Bowl, so I really like that we took Ben Roethlisberger there. And then, um, also in that span of how quarterbacks are flying off the boards, obviously the running back position is flying off. Yeah. So, very thin. Uh, we had we we had some good thinking here. Obviously, we have Derrick Henry already, so we had Ben and Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. We were thinking, should we go wide receiver one now, or maybe stack another running back here because, um, like by the time we have our next pick, we might have a shit running back too. Yeah. And we would kind of want to have a nice duo. So we hopped on James Conner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so we stacked Ben Steelers. and Conner. So the uh, farther the Steelers go and the farther the Titans go, the farther we'll go. I feel good about that. Um, and then it actually panned out because a lot of backup, like weird running backs went like going out to the next place. name high and stuff like that, yeah. Um, and then we got our picks today. And a few guys flew off the boards that, like, a few picks before us. But um, I think we made the right choices here. Yep. This is a little interesting now. We wanted Robert Tanyan, uh, baby Kittle, of the uh, Green Bay Packers as our tight end. Mm-hmm. But we settled for Gronk, who's our second best option, who is, like, the guy who we, we would have took in. And we think that, there. you know, in Tom I feel, Bra- I feel like Tom Brady to Gronk has always been a lethal connection, no yeah. matter what age they are. And especially in playoffs, I feel like he's going to have to be a factor if the wide receivers don't step up. And Gronk's a huge target in the red zone, so he could get us a touchdown, maybe some uh, like 50 yards. That would really help. And uh, I was really happy that we got Gronk. Um, I think he was probably the third best tight end on the uh, third best tight end in my opinion, other than Janu. I, I don't know, probably not. But um, Kelsey definitely won. Tanya in two, and I think Gronk was three. For players who you be- the tight ends you believe are going to be moving forward, I don't see the Baltimore Ravens beating the Titans, so taking Mark Andrews wasn't in our forte, so we decided to go Gronk. Then we have the next pick, and this was weird, because we wanted to grab a wide receiver one. I think we're going to draft pretty heavy wide receiver going forward. We have four more picks after this one, who we'll tell you who we picked. But we already have a quarterback, two running backs, who we love a lot, mm-hmm. and a solid-ass uh, tight end. Now, um, we were, we were actually going to think about going Emmanuel Sanders here just because we think the Saints could go deep. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, some other guys. Uh, there was Chase Claypool. We didn't have three Steelers. Corey, and, uh, Corey Davis. Davis. We wanted to really get fucked over at Baltimore. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, Baltimore Bal- takes out yeah, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. But we ended up taking Terry McLaurin here, who fell all the way back down here. Um, I mean... I it's think just, it's I think just, it's um, so I think it's so safe because of the fact that yeah if the Bucks lose to Washington, we have Terry in the next round and that could really help. Um, Terry we, could propel us to the second round. He could probably without yeah like, you know ex- what I mean? exactly and then it's, and then it's all all hands on deck whoever is versing who at that point and how the games are gonna work. Um, can't overthink it. Uh, you just have to get to the next matchup. That's that that yeah, that's how we do it. it. Mm-hmm. Hey man, if the Washington football team upsets the the Bucks. It was Gronk. We keep Terry. Like there's help us um, propel us to the third matchup. It's not smart to do earlier in the draft, but mm-hmm. this is pretty dope because we're gonna have all of our guys go in the first round that we drafted already. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry can have a um a, like like he could have a good game. It's a goodbye show. Like yeah. you know what I mean. It could be we're, a... we're drafting. We're probably gonna draft four receivers with our next four picks, and we're gonna get a lot of sleeper guys. Mm-hmm. Um, some some stream guys that um we're gonna have our intuition about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, if Terry gets a second round and it's down to him, then it was a great pick. And yeah. I, I, I honestly, what round are we drafting? Is this the fifth? this is we got we got him with the first pick in the fifth. So that's that. I think that's great ADP because the fact that 
Um, Terry was a, is a top fantasy wide receiver all year round. And just because he's on a bad, uh, bad team, um, and they're facing a really, uh, good team that we think are going to uh, pass them in playoffs doesn't mean that he can, can't help us for round one. That was our thinking. Um, Honestly, odds, man, uh, also, um, I, I want to make a statement. Like I want, I, I want to go crazy in the first round, mm-hmm. but like, obviously you don't want to like fold in the second. Yeah, but, like, exactly. I want to be like, yo, be like, yo, the Chargers drop 150 or 160. Like, yo, watch out for that team. Mm-hmm. And then like, we lose Terry, and then we have we wait like we're gonna take a bunch of guys like later that we're just gonna fill and in. And also, in this league, there is a waiver wire, right? Yeah, yeah. There's so a waiver you wire. can pick up people for the next round. So mm-hmm. let's say we make the championship round, which is the round before the Super Bowl, and we stream uh, a really good receiver, or a really good running back, and it helps us propel us to the Super Bowl. So who knows? Um, I'm going, I love that I have the stream God here. He's helped, he's helped himself and me and a lot of other people, um, who follow our account for the streams. And, um, I think he's going to help us out a lot in this playoff league and I'm looking forward to it. We I got think, money I on think, the line I think we that. have the most balanced and strongest roster out of everyone right now. We have the, by, f- we have Either the best or the second best running back duo, mm-hmm. that, that that team doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah. Or a tight end. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yes. We got Ben, Connor, Henry, McLaurin, and Gronk. And I love that. It's a lot of fantasy points. Hey, man, when, when, before we got Ben and we were so scared that we had to settle for, like, Mitch Trubisky or something like mm-hmm. that, like, if we didn't get Ben. Yeah. To now, I, I love our team. Yeah, I feel a lot. I feel a lot confident. And um, personally, I we were right about to. We were thinking like Robert Woods, uh, Mario Sanders, Corey Davis, Claypool, and this position. But I didn't know Scary Terry was still on the board, and I was like, you know, fuck it, let's just go with a round one. Um, could be a round one gem. So, Terry McLaurin projecting him seventeen points versus uh, Tampa. Good, along with uh, Derek Henry's projected twenty six versus Baltimore. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, Ben's projected twenty eight versus uh, Cleveland. Connor's projected fifteen versus Cleveland. Gronk's projected eleven versus Washington. I, 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 all I, double I digit like project- I like all double like digit it. projections. I like it. I like it uh, for round one. Hey, uh, also if if we were pretty unclear about how the rosters are, it's one quarterback, two running back, two receivers, and then one tight end, and then no flex, no, no defense, flex. all that. Yeah, and then no three kicker. bench spots. So it's basically nine picks. Yep, and you it's, got it's, nine, it's 6v6. You got nine picks to make a crazy playoff team and predict the future. That's yep. basically it. All right, so that was our playoff league. We hope you guys look forward to that. We are going to uh, talk more about that next week after the wildcard games finish. Yeah, we'll tell but you the results. now um, one of the uh, really big things to help you guys make some money, um, we got the uh, FanDuel slash uh, DraftKings lineups. Um, he made one. I made one. I'm gonna go through mine first. So that, one's mine. Um, that one was mine. I think the one. Yeah, this one's yours. All right. So uh, you get a fifteen fifty two thousand dollar salary in this, and um, I decided that I'm gonna go with probably the safest quarterback here in Tom Brady, who I believe is going to shred Washington. Um, he was eight thousand dollars. Uh, eight thousand dollars. So not bad. Uh, I know there was other options like uh, Josh Allen and. Um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, but and Tannehill, but I decided to go Tom Brady. I really like him this week. Um, then I took. Um, there was a chance we could have took Derrick Henry and just try to go crazy, but he was hella expensive. So I decided to go a little lower and grab uh, grab Jonathan Taylor with the eight thousand eight hundred um, uh, salary, and I think he's great for running back one this week. Um, he's projected really good numbers against Buffalo. Buffalo's rush D is not the same as it was, as I said before. Um, I really like that. Um, my RB2, um, I'm going with the J.K. train, J.K. Dobbins, um, especially against Tennessee, and they're not very good. And J.K. has been on fire, and he has a magnet for the end zone, and he was only 6,800, so great RB2 like we talked about. Um, this is where me and Chris go a little different. I decided to take Allen Robinson at, at New Orleans. Yes, he's playing Marshawn Lattimore, but I don't really care because Allen Robinson played very well against Marshawn Lattimore in the regular season. He had, like I said, he had six catches for 87 yards and a TD. He was only seven grand. So um, really looked like that for my wide receiver one this week. Um, then I took Juice. I love Deontay Johnson, man. He is a 
demon for the Pittsburgh Steelers and really helped me win my uh, fantasy championship. Only seven grand. Um, I love this wide receiver duo. And then let's say D Juice doesn't pan out or something like that. I got his backup in Chase Claypool against Cleveland. Not a big fan of Cleveland. I never have been. And I think in the playoffs, the Steelers can be much different than what they showed in the past, um, the end of the regular season. Claypool was only 6,000. So I decided to go with that. And then I grabbed Jonu Smith. I know, kind of like a sleeper, but last year in the divisional matchup, Jonu made a crazy catch, really uh, made that offense um, powered with Derrick Henry. He was kind of like the X fact, other X factor in that game other than Tannehill. He was only five grand, so it really helped me out with my salary. And I like that against Baltimore. Um, then I we talked about I liked Emmanuel Sanders because of the fact that um, um, we don't know how MT is going to be back in his first game. He could do really good. Even if he does do really good, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to get the uh, the lower cornerback matchup against him. And he's been producing for Drew Brees. And um, he's fully healthy. And he was only six grand too, so a low uh, pick on that. And lastly, I picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird thing to say, but if Antonio Gibson doesn't play and Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke are going to be flipping in at quarterback, Tampa Bay Buccaneers could go off. That's all I'm saying. And that was my DFS slash FanDuel lineup. I hope you listen. Take some of my players that i chosen. Now listen to Chris's. Yeah, so uh, me and Jay agreed on a couple positions. Uh, we, we, like, made... Um, like 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 when when he made his lineup like we were like both uh, overviewing it. Um, the original lineup I put together. Um, we both agreed that Tom Brady is a safe play versus Washington just because how hot he is right mm -hmm. now. The homo again. <laughs> it's okay, man. He's on fire. Yeah. And um, he he he's been tearing through defenses. I think Washington might be up next. So, uh, eight thousand's a, a solid budget for that. Uh, I know Josh Allen and Lamar were like nine thousand something, which is a little too much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, RB one we went the same, and RB two went the same. So um, originally I did try a lineup with Derrick Henry in it, but he's ten thousand five hundred because like he's Derrick Henry. Sorry, man. And that could give you like a really deep like flex wide receiver two problems, or you might have taken a bad defense or like a bad tight end or something. Mm -hmm. So I just we both went with a very balanced lineup where you have studs at each position mm -hmm. in, instead of like the top guys at each position really, which could be good, which could be bad, but who knows? Uh, JT versus Buffalo is a great matchup. Mm -hmm. uh, the way the way he's been running the football is tremendous, and we 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 knew John the Taylor was always talented, another Super Saturday boy. Mm -hmm. uh, really coming out show at the end of the season, I think they're not like I think he's gonna be a big part of that game plan. So we definitely fired up John the Taylor for eight thousand eight hundred. Another Super Saturday boy, J.K. Dobbins. We both agreed on this one. J.K. Dobbins was my boy. He was my quote-unquote key to victory in the Nations. Going rookies. And he's quick. He 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 had a really good uh, end to the season. Like I expected him to. And um, like I I I called him my key to victory early in the year. Maybe this is the point where he's the key to victory. Um. <clears throat> then I got Al Rob. We both like Al Rob versus uh, New Orleans without a doubt. Uh, like he, he he's gonna get a shit ton of receptions. Uh, he's. He, He's, he's been amazing all year. He's wide series seven on uh, normal season. And he was one of the best uh, value to talent players uh, at 7,000. Another 7,000 receiver, I got Terry McLaurin. Um, J Justin went with uh, Juice. I went with Terry McLaurin, who cost it a little bit cheaper, but still very talented. Good matchup versus uh, Tampa Bay, especially Carlton Davis maybe being out. And I feel like they're just going to be behind in this game, and they're going to have to feed Terry. I really like Terry. And then a boom play here. Uh, it's booming. A.B., Versus Washington, uh, he doesn't have uh, – Evans might not play. He probably will, but he might not. Anyways, Antonio Brown uh, really coming out crazy to end this season. He had 37 points versus Atlanta in the last game. And Brady's high. I got the Brady to A-B duo. I like that. And then, uh, yeah, 6500 which is pretty nice. He costs cheaper than um, uh, Evans and Godwin, so that was pretty dope. Tight end Johnny Swift, we both agree that uh, it's a solid matchup for Baltimore. Um, he, he he might be able to score somehow or just have a very productive game through the air. Mm -hmm. Johnny's a, a, a nice talent at tight end and really good value, uh, 5200 If you want to do a balance a lineup like us, like, like how we're running it like this, uh, I'd probably suggest going Johnny Smith because that's really good value. Uh, Mark Andrews is like 7000 which is a little too much. Another guy I would suggest is Gronk. 
uh, and then my flex is Chase Claypool. He had Claypool too. Um, so um, we both like Claypool this week. Claypool's a boom guy. Uh, I guess so I got Al Rob, a, uh, AB, McLaurin, and Claypool as my receivers. It's very, 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 very uh, balanced lineup. Did you pick a defense in this one? My defense is the Buccaneers oh, as you well. Oh, the Buccaneers as well. And uh, if, if, they, if they blow them out, it could be really well. Exactly. And they could score anyways on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, so we just made two lineups for um, DFS slash FanDuel mm-hmm. for you guys. So hopefully you guys go out. And uh, make some bread. Uh, it'd be awesome. Uh, I, I'm probably going to enter uh, mine. Maybe I'll enter yours, too. You, I would love if you enter mine. I'll give you the money right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make that a plan. So, uh, we'll see how that turns out. And yeah. maybe we will we'll review maybe we'll when we go. Money. Yeah, maybe we'll make some money. Yeah. Uh, that's a hey, we've big been, cash we, We've been pretty good at our... I'll multi-enter uh, our, that one. That's, we'll, that's we've, been, fun. we've been pretty good on our starts. Yeah, so, remember, um, remember the Gibson one? Oh, yeah, the MVP man. Gibson one. So... Anyways, that about wraps it up for the uh, playoff uh, wild card card, uh, preview. Playoffs, playoffs. Playoff football. uh, Playoff football. Playoff football. (laughs) So um, stay tuned for um, the results of the draft that Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier and how our team turns out and the matchup, um, uh, how how we match up against our 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 round one opponent. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited for that one. Mm-hmm. And um, this draft can't go any slower. <laughs> we just like want it to be seven over. Seven hours. We want to make pick. our picks. It's seven hours each pick because apparently, like, we have like other we have different few, time we, zones. We have different time zones on some of these yeah. accounts. I saw some like Britain. I saw some Germany. Hey flag, man, there's some so fantasy accounts all over the world. Yeah. Man. And uh, yeah, so also uh, to say for next week, uh, next Wednesday we always post on Wednesday. Uh, it will be a. We're gonna talk about the wild card review mm-hmm. into the like transitioning into the, the divisional, divisional preview, preview. along yeah. with the draft results and the round one results. Let's see if we still keep going. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wait, we we, we could be out. Luck, but boys. I trust it's I, I trust the squad mm-hmm. along with DFS plays at the end. I hope you guys like the format. I think this is pretty dope. I think it's yeah. pretty informative and it's crazy um, sh- strategy, tra- crazy stra- strategic uh, drafting. I have never done anything like this before. So. And yeah, I I mean, uh, we're just pump, we're just pumping out content in the off season. Uh, mm-hmm. I I I put out a few um, polls just just to see what you guys want to see. Uh, people were saying mock drafts. There's gonna be plenty of them. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be plenty of freaking twenty twenty one mock drafts. Yeah. Oh, I already, I already so, made I already made one, guys. I already <laughs> made one. So and then um, I'm cooking. I I know all these prospects. Yeah, I know who who's coming crazy. Who yeah we who we got, got, we who have looks comps. really high we, right we now. Comps. Who looks really yeah we got comps. We got, I I know who's looked really high right now, but could easily fall down if he doesn't do well at draft. Hey man, um when when it gets close to NFL draft day, like we're gonna be that we're gonna be that channel for you guys yeah, to watch exactly. out for. We're, we're gonna talk about every team team needs and who we're gonna project them in. Remember, the draft. we're gonna have our own mock drafts. We're gonna argue. It's gonna be fun. Remember, we all we call JT, JK, and Jefferson this year. So. Yeah, man. Fancy Charger. Fancy Charger. All right, take us out, boy. All right, I'm Chris. I'm Justin. This is a Fancy Charger. Peace.